0: Rock and roll.
1: (laughs) Teresa. Thank you.
0: Good evening. It's the uh, uh, Monday, September 16th uh, session of the Petaluma City Council. Uh, we're getting ready to go in at six o'clock to close session. Uh, would the clerk please call roll?
2: Harris here. Kearney here. Barrett here. Glass. Albertson here. Ely here. Miller
3: here.
0: And with that, would Mr. City Attorney, would you please read our closed agenda items for this evening?
4: Thank you, Mr. Vice Mayor. I'd be happy to. The Council will confer with legal counsel concerning anticipated litigation under Government Code Section 54956.9, Subdivision B, regarding one potential case. The Council will confer with legal counsel regarding existing litigation slash initiation of litigation under Government Code Section 54956.9, Subdivisions A and C. The case is uh, Friends of Lafferty Park uh, versus Pikachu 2 LLC at all. That's case number SCV-253148. The council will also confer with legal counsel regarding initiation of litigation under government code section 54956.9, subdivision C. That's also regarding one potential case. Thank you.
0: Thank you, sir. And with that, we'd ask for any public comment and closed session items and see no one in the chamber. We'll open and close public comment on closed session. Good evening. It's uh ten minutes after seven on uh on Monday, September sixteenth, the regular session of the Petaluma City Council. Uh we'll ask the city clerk to call roll, please.
2: Harris? Here. Kearney? Here. Barrett. Here. Glass. Albertson? Here. Healy? Here. Miller? Here. Right.
0: And with that, I would uh, ask uh, former Councilmember Tiffany Renee to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance.
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all
0: the change uh, agenda changes and deletions the current agenda and the council's happy staffs happy moving on
1: happy is a different
0: issue (laughs) (laughs) we uh, we have two proclamations tonight Uh, first we have a proclamation on um, the russian river cleanup day and do we have someone who's shown up last minute to accept this proclamation because we had no one in advance well i'm going to go ahead and read this whereas the russian river is sonoma county's premier natural resource providing water for agriculture, wildlife, recreation, residential, and industrial uses, and whereas the Russian River is internationally known for its beauty and recreational amenities and has attracted millions of visitors to Sonoma County, and whereas efforts are now underway to restore and enhance this once world-class steelhead stream, And whereas tons of junk, trash, debris are annually dumped into the Russian River and along its banks, damaging both the aesthetic and biological qualities of the river, and whereas the Russian River Watershed Cleanup Committee, a project of the Sonoma County Conservation Council, has for 26 years sponsored a massive volunteer river cleanup effort each September and ask that volunteers from all nine cities and the County of Sonoma sign up to help with the effort by registering at www.RussianRiverCleanup.org and whereas the following agencies and hundreds of volunteers will all donate time and materials to participate in the event and these agencies include the Sonoma County Water Agency River's Edge Canoe Trips, Bragi and Race Consulting Engineers, Russian River Watershed Association, North Bay Corporation, PG&E, Burke's Canoes, Soar Inflatables, Russian, uh, Russian Riverkeeper. Now therefore be it resolved that David Glass, Mayor of Petaluma, along with the members of the City Council, do hereby proclaim September 28th as the Russian River cleanup day and we'll be sure that this uh, resolution is passed on to the appropriate party we also have a proclamation tonight on falls prevention awareness and I believe is Ruth Robinson and or Colleen Campbell would you come forward please Ms. Campbell Councilmember Kearney will be presenting Whereas falls are the primary reason that Sonoma County seniors are seen in hospital for unintentional injury, with approximately 1,700 non fatal hospitalizations and 30 deaths occurring annually, and whereas falls are preventable when education, awareness, and interventions are put into place, and whereas best practice falls, pre- fall prevention activities in California, excuse me in california include evidence-based programs designed to reduce falls and the fear of falling and whereas the nationally ranked evidence-based a mass a matter of balance program is sponsored by sonoma county area agency on aging with partner agencies and trained volunteers to raise seniors confidence about their balance and increase their activity to levels to reduce the risk of falls and whereas the first day of fall september twenty-second 2013 has been declared national falls prevention awareness day and whereas by legislative resolution of two thousand eight california has established the first week of fall as falls prevention awareness week now there, therefore be it resolved that david glass mayor of petaluma along with the volunteers or members of the city council do hereby proclaim the week of september twenty two to twenty eight twenty thirteen as falls prevention awareness week in petaluma and miss campbell if you have some words you'd like to say
2: I'd like to thank you for issuing this proclamation that will help raise awareness about the number one cause of hospital-related injuries for older adults. And also for your continued support of Petaluma Senior Center, Petaluma People Services and other programs that educate older adults about how to reduce their fall risk and provide them with physical activity programs that will actually improve their balance, helping to ensure that older adults in Petaluma can live uh, safely and happily. Thank you.
0: Thank you for coming. All right. We're now at the point of general public comment. This is three minutes open to the public for items that are not on the agenda. I have a couple of the uh, slips here. If you have something you'd like to speak to tonight, but to Council that is not on the agenda, if you'd fill out a slip in the back of the room and give it to the clerk. I appreciate it. Uh, We're going to start with uh, Peter Chernoff.
5: Well she she agreed with me that uh, Chevy Chase would be a good guy for the fall campaign, but he wants too much money. So um, good evening, and I uh, just attended the uh, in Walnut Park the other day, uh, the uh, the Good German Festival, you know, the one where everybody listens to everybody talk and no one does nothing and things get worse for the next day. So we injected it with a little bit more enthusiasm and uh, so that the um, Progressive Festival becomes more of an engaging of transitional points and authorizing our freedom and liberty. And um, we uh, started talking about boycotting everything but our family, friends, pets and gardens. And the promised goal, and the great California strike, ceasing the labor and the slaughterhouse and the oil and all these things, and fortifying an alliance with uh, uh, American veterans and our law enforcement, uh, activating a freedom force protecting the migrants as they work our agricultural crops because we're all going to shut down the slaughterhouses and factory farms. It's just getting better every day. I'm all excited. So, um, yeah, and then they talked about correcting the greatest religious deception, which was, of course, murder, not including the animals. And Adonai Elohim commands Quetzalcoatl to, uh, again, shut down this corruption from the migrant standpoint. So, I'll finish with this <coughs> in honor of the the good efforts that we're all involved in and it says points to ponder questions to ask turning the tables fulfilling our task generally speaking though the closer we look the more we don't see so many oath swearing to the Constitution upon the book so where's freedom and liberty a nation under bread and circuses and unquestioned contradictions celebrating alcohol pharmaceutical and vile addictions our addiction to prefab mk stories like chelsea manning who insisted to be called brianna just eight months ago a dozen major media distractions at any given moment helps protect their status quo good old bill rockefeller clinton officially stated mind control no longer exists and amidst many arenas What we resist persists, so Brianna becomes Chelsea to honor Big Bill. More need now to awaken uh, before more is forsaken, so take the blue pill. Please be free of doubt, the four horsemen be a-riding, so many angry and fearful. For you there's no running or hiding. To avoid the wrath there be one path, one of true love and the vegan. One day closer at hand be the promised land, by such love it began. Tired of being abused and confused. Even the Mighty Oaks start as a, I as a, uh, can't read my own writing, as a sprig. So uh, tonight's homework for all of you listening, and do not shirk with your kids and grandkids. Watch Babe the Pig. Thanks a lot. Have a nice night.
0: Thank you, sir. Our next speaker, Mr. Jim Proctor.
6: Uh, as a taxpayer of the city of Petaluma for over 11 years, I think uh, the 30 days I've spent in the freezing cold with no power or heat is enough for what we're staying in a few, a few extra days at the Turning Basin, which I shouldn't have been doing. I would like to have my home, my power, my boat back so I can survive. I'm not feeling well. The cold here is really bad at night when, you're, when there's nothing to, to be around you. I've taken care of this river probably more than anybody else has. I've saved it from God knows how many lawsuits. Only Al Kirby and Don Horn, who called on my behalf five times, personally called on my behalf. Why would they do that? Because that was what they needed. I was here for them. I was here for the city. I took care of what needed to be taken care of because the fire department didn't have a rescue boat. If not, had I stopped some of those oil spills, the whole upper end of the river would still be black to this day, not including the millions of dollars of suits getting all that oil on those those big million dollar yachts that were here that, that one particular time. You don't realize how good you have it until you don't have it anymore. I'm not used to this being in the cold. I'm 65 years old, and I'm not doing well. This cold not—it's not, it's doing me in. I'm not going to put up much much longer. I'm going—I'm not—I'm going i am not going to i am going to die. I—I can't get anywhere. In. Everybody's full up, and I shouldn't have to go anywhere. I've been good. I've taken care of this dock You—I've you, heard that you want to hire a security guard for that turning for the turning basin, which I've been doing for. <laughs> For five years, for free, you want to pay somebody twenty-five thousand dollars to do it. Why don't you save some money and let me stay here and do it for free? i and still pay the rent. I have the only person I have a problem with is the har- harbor master. Everything has been fine until he pulled in here from the from the marina. I was kicked out of the marina after seven years for fishing off the back of my boat. What's wrong? What's what's wrong with that picture? I I, I found in my travels of finding trying to find a decent place to bunk down in the dirt. I Ran laid down almost right on top of a dead body a couple of weeks ago. I was the one to turn the do- that body into the police. I thought I to do the right thing. I called him, told him I had to track track out where, where where I found the body to show the police, including hopping over a fence, barbed wire fence with my legs due to have operation on it now. I fell in a, tripped in a hole going out there with the police. I had to take, you take it to the hospital in an ambulance, all because I was trying to help the city out. All along the police said, officers say, said, well I'll take care of you, we'll help you, we'll do this, we'll do that. Nobody's done a thing for me. I've helped the city, I've done what I thought was right. Why can't somebody do what their think is right? All I want is my home of 13 years back, my boat. I lost everything when he dumped everything in the trash, all my medication was gone. I'm still waiting on that. I just want my home back and I'll be out of this town before you can blink your eye. And it is seaworthy. He says it's not seaworthy. It is seaworthy. I think I've taken it out in the ocean, fishing plenty of times. And I just Mr. had a brand new, new engine put in it. I just had a brand new engine put in it. I just want my home back. Thank you.
0: The last speaker card I have for general public comment is Catherine Wobrowski.
7: Yes, my name is Catherine Wobrowski. I live at the Littlewoods. Villa mobile, uh, mobile Home Park at 1821 Lakeville High on Friday, September 13th. Space 10, who purposely tried to ram their vehicle into my mobile home. Lucky well, the concrete cone was there, that saved my place. Right there, she broke the whole concrete cone. I called the Pentagon Police Department. They f- shall finally showed up about maybe an hour later. They failed to get the ladies uh, to check to see if she had a valid driver's license. They failed to check to see if she had vehicle insurance. They felt fa- they failed to check to see if she had any uh, kind of warrants. They they just let her go. That's you know, if a, it was a white person or a black person or Asian person did it, they would have checked this information. They just did not do anything. This is totally vandalism right there. That concrete cone was on my driveway. That's thirty one's driveway. That's mine, and you can see when she split it right in half purposely, purposely. This was no accident. This was done purposely. And your police department needs to start checking these licenses, because when they, like I said, they, they should have checked this, li- to see if this lady had a valid driver's license. They should have checked all that information. They didn't do that. And also, too, um, that's not all. There was a, there was a couple of, a uh, few months ago, a couple, maybe about a month ago, this one lady, who's a white lady, L.A. lady, she was helping her, sing, her um, disabled daughter. She parked on this fire line for a few seconds to help her disabled daughter into her house. The police gave her a ticket. Well, that's, you know, so, but when, uh, when this other ones who are not, uh, they're not uh, white, they, they don't give them tickets. They let them park on the fire lines all day, all night, and to the next day. Like, you know, they don't give them tickets. That's the, their favoritism to the Hispanics. This is this is wrong. And the one who did this was Hispanic. Because I was out there, I seen it. If I wasn't home, I would not know what happened.
0: That's the last public speaker slip that I have. Is there again, anyone who would like to address the council on general public comment? Seeing none, close public comment and move on to Council comment we'll start down this end of the dais tonight councilmember Miller
8: Okay. Uh, I don't I didn't haven't had any committee or commission meetings since our meeting last Monday night um, so I don't have anything to report on that front uh, I will mention that there is a fundraiser at Lagunitas tomorrow night for rebuilding uh, rebuilding Petaluma and uh, it's from 5.30 to 8.30, and tickets are $25. And I will be there, and hopefully some members of the public will be there as well.
0: Mr. Healy? Councilmember Barrett?
9: Um, I, I have only had my uh, library JPA meeting since our last meeting, and since it's on the agenda, I'll forego that until then.
0: Yes, ma'am. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kearney? Uh,
10: this weekend is the Relay for Life. Uh, event on Saturday at Costa Grande High School. I know uh, I will be out there walking and uh, then again on uh, Sunday morning serving pan- pancakes to the walkers. Uh, but it's a great event for the community and a uh, wonderful uh, fundraiser for uh, cancer research. Um, today we had a horrible shooting in Washington, D.C., and we had many officers shot at and injured. And every day our and police officers put on a uniform and they go out and patrol our streets and they make sure that we're safe and they do it in an unbiased way. Uh they they stand up and say I want to keep this community safe. Uh and and for that it I commend them. Um, I I have a hard time listening to uh people get up every week and say that our officers are being biased or that they're giving preferential treatment because uh of someone's race or heritage or It just, I I don't see it. It, It's not founded, and it it just is bothersome to hear it over and over and over again. Our officers do a fine job of keeping this community safe. Uh, They do it with less resources than we had for them uh, 10 years ago, Uh, and yet our crime rate continues to go down. Our streets are safe in our community, and and for that I'm very thankful uh, for their efforts uh, day in and day out. Thank you. Mr. Harris, nothing. Nothing
0: tonight, sir. All right. Uh, all for myself. And other there are no uh, uh, liaison reports this evening, I, I was on Washington Street today, and the uh, road restrictions due to the water main construction. And I was hoping, uh, Mr. Broden, that maybe by uh, the next meeting, the meeting after, we have a report coming back about the road diet. Maybe that same evening. Uh, construction schedule, progress report on the Washington Street Water Main and how that is progressing and it's that the media can help get the word out there that there's uh there is construction going on down there. People just stumble onto it. It was reduced down to one lane right at the traffic lights at uh Weller Street today and it, it, it was really congested right in there. So um, we get something out to the to the public it'd be helpful and then we have some sort of a progress report of how this project is going to move in the next month or so. I'd appreciate it. Anything else from Council? Uh,
11: city Manager's report? Uh, really just one, one brief item, and it re- really touches on something you just uh, mentioned, Vice Mayor, and that's that we did get a positive comment from a business on East Washington today relative to the project, appreciative of, of some of the pre-planning that had, had uh, 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 been underway prior to the project, complimenting the contractor, on-site inspectors, and I'll be sure to pass that along to the Council. Um, your request is is noted and we will get some form of an update relative to the project thank you sir so thank you for the comments mister um, city attorney
0: report out of closed session
4: thank you mr vice mayor i do have one item to report out tonight in accordance with uh... government code section five four nine five seven point one and that is that the city council um, has given direction by a vote of um 5-1 with uh, uh the vice mayor opposed and the mayor absent uh for the city to join as a party the case of Friends of Lafferty Park versus Pikachu 2 LLC at all uh that's Sonoma County Superior Court case number SCV-253148 uh the city has been a real party in that case but Our direction tonight is uh to um, join uh, on behalf of the city that case
0: as a party. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Item 1 is approval of minutes. There are none to approve this evening. Moving on to Item 2, approval of proposed agenda for the meeting of October 7th.
1: Move approval. Have a Motion? Second.
0: All in favor, we say Aye. 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 Any opposed? That carries. Thank you. And we're on to consent agenda. I am going to pull item 3A. I have a speaker slip for item 3A. Does the council have any other items on the consent agenda they would like pulled? Seeing none, Does there any public comment uh, for, I have no, just for this one speaker slip on item 3A. Any other speakers for uh, consent agenda? Seeing none, I take a motion for items B.C. Mr. Mayor. The other ones. B.C. D&E.
9: <laughs> so moved.
10: <laughs> I'll second that, Mr. Mayor.
0: <laughs> Hold by the lights. carries unanimous 6-0 with Mayor David Glass absent this evening. And with that, I will call uh, Ms. Renee on Item 3A.
8: Good evening, members of the Council. Vice Mayor Albertson. I wanted to come here tonight to um, just go over some of the history having been uh, serving on SCTA prior to leaving Council and with a number of decisions that were made uh, just prior to my leaving. Um, I think it's important that the Council be aware of these issues before it sends this uh, this or one of these letters uh, to SCTA. Back when we were trying to gain funding for the Petaluma River bridges and the, extent um, the overcrossing project. The city of Santa Rosa uh, graciously uh, basically gave up their three million dollars in landscape funding to be able to help Petaluma match um, its its matching funds to be able to achieve the funding that it needed to go forward with those projects. Uh, we wanted to go forward with those, those two projects together to save money, to save time. And graciously Santa Rosa um, was able to give up their landscape funding so that we could Could move forward. So I would very much encourage this council to uh, to come at its communications to the SCTA board with graciousness because we do have these projects underway Um, we would not be underway with these projects were it not for Santa Rosa to make that funding available. As each of these 101 projects come forward and are completed the landscaping plan goes into place and gets um, um, landscaped Um, What we did at SCTA was to to thank Santa Rosa for giving up that money um, to be able to match our funds here in Petaluma. But what we agreed to was to hold off on future landscaping of the entire 101 corridor as it is widened until it is completed and we would work on a landscape plan as a whole. So I would encourage the council as it's looking to to defend its 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 need for landscaping and to seek the funding that it's, it's trying to seek and to address the issues of mitigation because we have experienced such great tree loss. I want you to keep in mind that we have an agreement in place and it's because of Santa Rosa that we have that agreement in place. Um, if we push too hard, I think that that agreement um, may be questioned and maybe looked at and maybe Santa Rosa will want to push to have their funding renewed so that they can complete their landscape project which they are totally eligible to do because they are completed in terms of their 101 widening project. So please be very cautious, please be very careful, and please be gracious um, that we have a project that is moving forward and that we should work together as a county to seek that 14 million dollars so that we can achieve uh, a, a great landscape project and a plan and the funding that we need as a whole. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Ms. Dene. Mr. Um, Mayor? Uh, Mr.
1: Healy first, and then Ms. Barrett. Um, thank you, Mr. Vice Mayor. So, as the Council is aware, um, I took the liberty of attempting to redraft uh, the letter, and um, you know, I, I left it as being addressed to the Executive Director if, if we want to change that to the, the city and uh, county representative from the south county i'm fine with that but you know kind of an abbreviated version of what Ms. renee just told us there is some history that our, our tree committee members may not be completely familiar with and i also wanted to strike a more collegial and um, collaborative tone um... with with the authority um... in in terms of pursuing our interest because there is very much an interest in pursuing the. Um, the tree issues but we need to do it as part of part of the region um, I thought that mr. Dyer's uh, email today is is exactly the kind of thing that we should be trying to pursue uh, even in advance uh, of an overall plan you know if we can go and start to, to plant things uh, on on property that we control shouldn't be a huge cost um, but uh, I, I did w- I did want to propose this letter as an alternative to what percolated up from the tree advisory committee thank you thank you sir ms Barrett
9: yeah, well, um, uh, and I'm I'm afraid that uh, Mr. Healy wrote his letter, um, not knowing that the letter that had been submitted in our packet was incorrect. That nothing is being asked to go to the uh, the staff of the Sonoma County Tree Advisory. So Miss Renee didn't know that either, because that was just an error that was corrected late. Uh, this is a letter to Mr. Harris and to Mr. Rabbit as Petaluma residents who are members of the SCTA asking them to help us get information only information about the number of trees that were taken down what the you know when they were taken down when they what when they will be taken down and where they've been taken down that's all we're asking for we're not asking for any kind of money or landscaping preference or anything like that and this is the letter uh, as corrected on the dais that was um, voted on and approved at the at the tree advisory committee uh, to be sent to to the council for um, signature to go out to Mr. Harris and to Mr. Rabbit so uh, with that I would like to um, make a motion to approve it
0: okay we have a motion to approve the letter um, originally submitted in our packet with the addresses subsequently changed for our uh... uh supervisor rabbit and to councilmember harris who is our SETA representative and i think with the sitting here i don't know mr healy mr harris hearing we're trying to have the more congenial uh, uh... approach to this uh... one of cooperation and not confrontation i hope that that's relayed however the thing is it should how Ever letter, whichever letter gets read and interpreted.
9: Well, I'm not sure what's considered confrontational. I um,
0: well, haven't a chance to completely read uh, Mr. Healy's letter, I'm, or the the other. I'm just uh, w- trying to okay. have something more uh, congenial. Yeah. Um, Mr. Acting City Manager, uh, sure. is, do we staff have any feedback on any of this that we need to know about?
11: I, I, no, I just want to be clear that I I changed. Uh, uh, the 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 TAC's request to have it addressed to Mr. Harris and, and Supervisor Rabbit, um, thinking that it was proper protocol to send to staff upon communication and and and, and thinking about that clearly, the TAC's desire was to send these uh, this letter to 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 their representatives. So I would add that Mr. Zimmer is
1: here. If there's any if if there's any technical questions, although I'm, I'm not hearing those at this time. Thank you, sir. Mr. Healy, um, since I, I, I'm not hearing a second on Ms. Barrett's motion, I'll move um, approval of uh, the letter I drafted with the substitution the, of the addressees.
0: And and I and I, I understand, sir. And I, I it may have made my fault. I I may have spoken over. Was there a second to Mr. Ms. Barrett's motion? No. So we have a second motion on the floor to accept uh, the letter. Uh, Drafted by Mr. Healy, I'm assuming with the change of addressees. Yes. uh, Is there a second to that?
3: Second.
0: We have a second. So we have a a motion and a second on the floor for the letter written, um, edited, written by Mr. Uh, Healy, Uh, change in the uh, addressees. Uh, without any further discussion, can oh, can, wait, can Mr. I Harris, an and then Ms. Okay. Barrett. Mr. Let's Harris? I just, I just want to make sure I can vote on this, since this is a letter to myself.
9: <laughs> <laughs> I think you can.
0: A little schizophrenic, but that's okay. Okay.
9: <laughs> well, can I have discussion on this? Um, Sid-
0: Wait, 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 we have, we have a... Sorry. Mr. Harris, do we... Everything's fine, right? There's it, nothing, it's a little, it's a
4: little odd, but there's nothing that there Okay, it. Thanks.
0: Thank you. For clarification: Is he voting, or is he recusing himself?
4: I don't think there's any anything that requires Councilmember Harris's recusal.
0: I'm fine. Thank you. All right, and Ms. Barrett.
9: Yeah, the letters addressed to Mr. Harris not as a council member, but as uh, a lia- as a liaison to the Sonoma County Transit Authority. So it's to him in another with another hat on. Uh, but the letter as submitted by Mr. Healy is um, not the request of the Tree Advisory Committee, so I would hope to have that struck if people are going to uh, send this out, because this is not what the Tree Advisory Committee has has um, asked the city to send.
1: Mr. Mayor or Mr. Vice Mayor, if I can respond to that. Um, THE the um, the INTRODUCTORY SENTENCE um, IS CAREFUL NOT TO SAY THAT THIS WAS A DRAFT WRITTEN BY THE TREE ADVISORY COMMITTEE. IT'S THE GENERAL CONCEPT. AND, and THE OTHER THING I WOULD NOTE THAT NEEDS TO BE CHANGED IS um, MR. Rabbit SHOULD NO LONGER BE A CC. Um, AND um, I, I ASSUME IT WOULD BE THE DESIRE OF THE COUNCIL THAT MS. WILFORD BE ADDED AS A OR MS. SMITH, EXCUSE ME, I'M baiting MYSELF, BE ADDED AS A CC uh, IN REPLACEMENT OF uh, MR. Rabbit. And and if that's acceptable, I'd amend my motion and ask the seconder to amend the second. Ms. Miller.
3: I'll amend my second.
0: So we have a motion. We have a second. Is everyone clear on where we are at? So we're going to vote by the lights on item 3A. Item passes 5 to 1. Councilmember Barrett dissenting and uh, Mayor Glass absent. With that, staff will take that and run with it, I take. Thank you. With the ad- ad- changes as identified, thank you. Once you sign it. So we are through the consent agenda and on to item 4A. And I have some speakers for this that we will get to in a minute um uh, item four a review and discuss provide comments on draft of revised sonoma county library joint powers agreement
11: uh mr Broden. uh thank you the the uh, uh review committee that council member Barrett uh, has been participating with uh um, has has submitted the the revised jPA for our review this is an early review uh, uh, You'll have another opportunity to to do that on October the 7th. Uh, But they're seeking comments, looking for heads-ups on anything that could uh, preclude its uh, eventual adoption. Uh, which would be scheduled for November or December. So uh, we'd like to, to uh, and I think Council Member Barrett will have a, a more significant uh, uh, report relative to their activities, uh, but we'd like to seek comment tonight. They'll be back uh, to, to have a full presentation on October the 7th, and then subsequent to that they will present to mayors and cal- council members, I believe that's the following week, and we could expect to see a final uh, in November or December. And with, with that, I think Council Member Barrett would like to summarize.
9: Thank you. Um, yes, we had a meeting today actually from 3 to about 5.30. Uh, and so the chain, the draft is, as has been submitted to all of you, is as it stands with six additional, six changes. One is that, um, each, each member, which is being defined as each city and the county. So there would be 10 members, um, for the library commission would each appoint one person and that person there's no um, determination about where that person, the the appointee would be for four years Uh, this is very similar to what we do right now Uh, but and the appointee can be anyone who uh, submits their name that lives in the county of Sonoma it doesn't have to be within our city because our library serves outside the city limits So we have that opening, Um, but they do need to be a Sonoma resident. But it's silent on where the person lives and silent on um, anything they might do. So it could be an elected, it could be a staff person, it could be a resident of any kind, which is exactly how it is right now. Anyone can serve on the library commission who is a resident of Sonoma County. Um, so that's that's one thing that we changed from the draft you have before you um, we also uh... santa rosa wanted to have changed some some wording about um who controls the central library building uh... but because that act their bond was actually paid off by the library jp uh... library jpa the original one that was voted down so that stands as it is in the draft you have um But any remodels that have to be made to libraries uh the cities that own those libraries have the right to make those remodels if they are not something that falls within the jurisdiction of the commission, you know, like something like federal a d a or things like that so so that's that was approved unanimously and um probably the most controversial thing that was approved today was. Language that uh, allows jurisdictions to raise money locally for the library, for their library, and for to improve services at their library. And um, the reason why that has any controversy at all is because of the reason of equity of service. So um, a- and this is something that is there's a fear that that might knock equity of service out should um, one jurisdiction want to raise money to keep for more hours for their staff, for their library, keep it open longer. Um, It's not clear whether or not that might affect the other, um, any countywide fundraising that the library might want to do. Since, let's say Petaluma, let's say we raised a a property tax to have more hours and, and pay for that here um and then the county wants to uh, raise taxes to for it to help the library the next year well petalumans may feel like they don't want to be taxed twice so they may not be so willing to do that but um somehow the library uh the people on the jpa committee were comfortable with that so Ms. Barrett, um, that's something we have to go forward on
10: sorry to interrupt you could i so in regards to that on under on item 10 the yes. services yes under distribution of resources though it elicits that that with the exception of the central branch in Santa Rosa, um, that's that was the only one outlined that can extend the number of hours it's open. Right. And okay. so was that changed to be all?
9: It, it It's something that um, a local jurisdiction can um, propose, and then the commission needs to act on that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so that, that is a change. So um, I see that there are people from the library commission and from our local lab here library advisory board uh, who may want to weigh in on that but the importance in terms of how we as a body want to answer these questions is that it has to be a unanimous vote by all the jurisdictions and that's the key right now so that's and then October 7th is when we will have um, the library staff coming down to talk about where we are on this i don't know if anybody has any other questions
1: i'm um, actually a little bit mr healy thank you um so you know reading through this and not having being as immersed in this as uh councilmember barrett is it seems to me that the the biggest change is in, is in the governance and the composition and size of the board whereas up till now we've had a seven-member board with five members appointed by the county board of supervisors one by the city of petaluma one by the city of santa rosa now each of the nine cities will get one director and the county will be re- reduced down from five to one so that's that's a hugely significant change in in the composition of the board um and and i, I support that because i do think that you know the other jurisdictions uh, correct me if i'm wrong but every incorporated city is served by by a library or is there a single Katati Roner park library yes okay that's but without exception yes okay
9: and all the libraries are open to the people who do not live in the incorporated areas
1: and Santa Rosa has multiple branches has three the one thing that if, if other people are going to stand up and talk I, and this is a veering a little bit off topic but I know that we all get communications from time to time from the employee groups at, at the library you know, complaining about various issues um, perceived to be going on and, and I do notice that I believe uh, Service levels have been reduced down to five days per week um, system wide at this point, and, and I notice
9: except for the central, se- the central library is open on Sunday as well.
1: It is on Sunday. Um, what, what caught my eye was on, on handwritten page eleven, um, number Roman number, Roman numeral ten, which Mr. Kearney made reference to. It says. The intention of the parties, uh, it is the intention of the parties that the services the library presently offers to the public be continued at or above current levels in all its regional branch libraries. That's actually copied from the 1975 um, document, essentially verbatim, um, and we know that hasn't worked out so well, and uh, I was wondering if possibly we could have some discussion about what the thinking is on the library board um in in terms of hopefully getting back to the service levels we enjoyed in the past um i'll I'll throw that out there
9: okay well i'm sure uh, the commissioner uh especially and and the lab members might want to respond to that but basically um how that might be addressed is that the one of the new powers that have been given to will be given to the library commission if this is adopted is the ability to raise funds by either floating a bond or a parcel tax or something like that which it does not currently have
1: okay thank you
9: and then there's the other issue of jurisdictions raising money
1: All right.
0: Uh, any other comments on this item by council we have two speaker slips on this and if anyone else would like to speak to item 4a I encourage you to fill out a slip at the back of the room and give it to the clerk but in order here, uh, Emily Roder, I hope, and then uh, Tim May. That's fine. Okay. Are Are you seating your time, ma'am, or are you just no? She just wants me go to first? go first. Break the ice.
12: Yeah, break the ice. Uh, okay, I'm Tim May. I'm your representative to the Library Commission, and first of all, I want to thank you for. Giving me that honor or not. Um, But in any event, uh, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, But uh, I hope I'm doing as well as I can. I'd also like to thank uh, Council Member Barrett for the time and effort she has put into this. It's been a lot of meetings. We're into a full year's worth of meetings at this point. And I also want to remind, just mention that I speak after 25 years of service to the Petaluma Library, both as a lab member and as a commissioner. Um, And now I'm currently the chair of the Sonoma County Library. Um, There are several aspects of this revised uh, JPA that I find quite useful and helpful, and uh, one of them is uh, the fact that um, I agree that the library system, I think, will be really well served by expanding the number of commissioners and having a commissioner from each jurisdiction, I think, will have a a profound effect on how the library works. We'll move from seven to ten commissioners. Um, I do have a small fear in that. I think it's a tiny fear, but I fear of kind of a balkanization where people uh, forget that they need to think about the entire system and only think about their their city. Uh, The other thing, though, I think that is really quite wonderful is that there is an increased... um, autonomy given to the commission in this new document it does allow us to think about uh, uh... tax revenues or uh... bonds or so forth at this point my impression or interpretation is that we need to have the approval of the board of supervisors to go forward on that it also clarifies um, the uh... our relationship with labor and it also clarifies our relationship Oops, with uh... funding i do find myself um, with budget, I do find myself concerned about the issue of the ability of different uh, jurisdictions to raise money. Not only is the there the issue of the tax you know the, the double tax there 's labor issues there 's all kinds of issues about the relationship between our supporters and our uh, uh, the library um, and um, in conclusion, by the way, I had much more, but it all got changed at the meeting today. Uh, I would also like to uh, say, uh, say what Councilwoman uh, Barrett said, is that of the f- there are five original signers to the, the Joint Powers Agreement of 75. And in order for any change to occur to the Joint Powers Agreement, all five of those original signers need to approve unanimously. And that's a, an issue, I think, that the City of Petalumas were one of the original signers. And I'm happy to answer any questions as you go through.
0: Okay, I see none at this time, but thank you, sir. And we'll have now Emily Roeder, did I pronounce that correctly?
3: Thank you. Thank you, Council and Vice Mayor. I'm Emily Roeder, I am a member of the uh, the Petaluma Library Advisory Board, and I'm also the president of the Friends of the Library. They're two different hats. And I'm here to address the funding part of of the issue Uh, regarding Article X, 10, um, B2, Uh, The Petaluma Library Advisory Board, in our meeting of July 24th, unanimously agreed, we didn't actually have a vote, but just by consensus, we agreed that it was not appropriate to allow flexibility for communities to fund additional hours at local branches. All of the members stated that they were strongly opposed to, strongly supported equity among all library branches so that if some one branch voted for a tax then it would not cause a problem we would prefer that it come from the county so that's where our library advisory board stands and that's basically all i have to say unless you have some questions of me
0: i have a question ma'am you said the friends of the petaluma library yes is that a a, the volunteer
3: yes it's an all volunteer organization
0: how many members do you have ma'am how many? Roughly.
3: Well, the members. I I think it's three hundred. Really. We uh, when we have our book sales, we have as many as sixty six volunteers working at different times and doing different things to bring funds to the library for extra things that they don't have budgeted.
0: And that's specifically for the Petaluma Library.
3: That is, and that's allowed because all of the libraries have that. We do that four times a year and I encourage you all to come. It's a very good event. All right. Our next one is in November.
1: I just want to clarify one thing. Um, ma'am, so is, is it your organization's desire or, or recommendation that 10B2 um, not be approved in that form? Correct. So you okay? And I, I guess that's what I thought I was hearing. And I guess the question for Ms. Barrett or Mr. May is, you know, why is this language in here if I mean, and, and certainly because we
9: didn't succeed at the vote at the at the committee.
1: Okay. So in 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 in, in light of the fact that the uh, in order to modify this document at all, it has to be unanimous. The question is, how much does this community want to dig its heels in on that issue?
3: that is the question okay. that, that's i would agree with that
1: okay thank you just wanted to make sure i was understanding it. thank you ms Miller. i'm sorry did you have a question
3: no it kind of got,
7: just got covered there so
0: you're all set all right uh, ms barrett
9: um uh, yeah i would just like to say that in the, when we had the vote today um katadi was not there even though katadi and Roner park share a library they each have their own input you know they they have their own representatives and um um, for this vote, it was Cloverdale, Petaluma, and the Library Commission voted not to allow each library to be able to raise additional monies that are solely for its own library. Um, you know, that would ha- affect the quality of service or the equity of service. Um, you know, things like the f- Friends of the Petaluma uh, Library and the other Friends. As long as they're being used for things that can then just go out on interlibrary loan and stuff, that's not a problem. But the problem is if you have hours being funded or additional personnel being funded at one library and then it gets to stay open seven days or si- six days, and other libraries don't, then then you're not really providing the same equity of service, and it, it becomes it becomes a little thornier of an issue.
10: So Mr. Westman, if I can ask a question, then so theoretically, uh, uh, let's say one of our poorer communities—not to single out by name any you know any one—but they can't raise enough money. They don't get to operate six days or seven days a week. Petaluma, we are hugely successful because the head of our Friends of the Petaluma Library can raise a ton of money. We're open seven days a week, and and yet City X can't. It can't how do we deal with civil service issues with our staff because they're all county employees that have a contract and i mean that that kind of creates kind of a thorny issue in my opinion Um, and then there is huge disparities as far as you know just because someone lives in a poor neighborhood doesn't mean they shouldn't have the same access to books or educational opportunities especially given the resource that the uh... the research librarians or the librarians are as far as helping Someone who is doing research for for either school project or whatever, it, it does limit access and does not create an equal playing field for everyone involved. So I, I, I have concerns with that um, but uh, given it takes in unanim- unanimity, uh, that was right ways yeah yeah to for us to move forward, it kind of you know we've already lost the battle though on that. It's so it seems to me. And so, if we were to dig our heels, and what does that look like? So we don't vote to approve the JPA over this issue, then what happens, Mr. Westmere.
1: <coughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same place. I think we kind of have to respect the will of the majority of of the the new uh, members of the commission. Um, and um, you know, I've I've been in the situation where, where when I one of my kids had a a school project that was due, and we went to the Petaluma Library, not remembering that the hours have been reduced on a Sunday. And, you know, um, I would have been happy to go to the Cotati branch if that was open, (laughs) quite frankly. So, you know, I I wish the the various jurisdictions the best of luck in in trying to um, cobble together funding to extend their hours. Um, But I wouldn't wouldn't, um, draw a line in the sand over this issue.
0: So, the recommendation here is the city council review discuss and provide comments on the draft, and I think we have reviewed and discussed provided comments. anything else any additional comments by mr. city attorney
4: um no, I don't want to interrupt any further council comments or from members of the public, but I had a couple of questions and comments because we as this came out um, uh, for council and public review it's also coming to the legal council for the first time both to me and my colleagues at the other cities. I'm anticipating, and and I reviewed it for tonight, um, and what I'm anticipating is an exercise where um, hearing our respective council's directions and also based on our own review, we're gonna be looking at possible suggestions that we may have from a legal standpoint to implement those directions um, to do things like, uh, take advantage of our experiences um, um successful and not and not necessarily always successful with some of the various regional bodies that we've created to um, have have them function well and be clear as to their their um their authority and scope and 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 um those various requirements that exist in the sharing of powers law so i'm I guess the question is, um, it sounds like there well clearly there are some changes in terms of the uh the library's uh, members, the board members' recommendations based on the draft we already saw. so I guess if we if there's going to be a draft that reflects those, that would be great to get.
9: It, it, I, I was told today that it would be coming out tomorrow electronically. Great,
4: so, so thank well you. I'm
9: sure, because I know the city managers are also going to be um, uh, on on the dog and pony sh- circuit.
4: Great, uh, so that that's helpful, and um, and I guess what in terms of going forward, and it may be that um, sometimes in these kind of situations, it's helpful for the city attorneys to have dialogue and sort of again with the view, it's it is absolutely. You know, clear from the document that it needs to be amended unanimously when it's amended. So, that just as the council members were mentioning, any suggested changes are going to have to be viewed as helpful by the whole to go forward. So, um, so I'm anticipating you know, reading some comments, coordinating with some colleagues. And so, is the idea going to be to have that all be together in at, at October seven or?
9: have what albeit
4: um c- those 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 all the feedback that will
9: c- no um no there's an entire program of uh or uh, timeline for this per, uh, talking to the city uh, managers and then talking to each of the city councils and talking to the commission and yeah. it goes through october 23rd okay they will be going to each different entity um I think a lot of the um, there was a lot more um, uncertainty going into this meeting than there was coming out. The only issue that really um, seems that it's not a hundred percent resolved is this question of local local areas uh, raising their own money for local use and how that will be used mm-hmm. and uh the the county Council seemed to think that that was something that you know the wording is still allows the uh, Library commission to be the one to determine how that will be uh, used for services is how what's what is defined as but um most of the other issues we voted on today and I think got more um, got the wagon circled in for the sure. groups that were not happy about there was a lot of problems about who. Could be elected or who could be appointed okay and how they were being appointed and for how long there was indeterminate um i think the draft you have before you had a a couple options right yes right and and that was gotten done away with and um a priority of you know electeds and staff and then residents was was done away with and then uh opening up where people could live because you know, the unincorporated area makes up about 42% of the uh, support for the library. Mm-hmm. And so we wanna be sure that those people are not phased out. Not that, I don't even know if the commission has anybody from the unincorporated area on it right now. I mean, just because they're appointed by a, a, a supervisor doesn't mean that they live in the unincorporated areas. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly the two that are uh, um, District Two appointees are both Petaluma residents. So um, one is ours, and one is uh, Supervisor Rabbit's Mm -hmm. appointee. So anyhow, um, so yeah, it's not everything is going to be laid out, but you know, the new revised issue will come up.
4: Okay. So, and, and there's that one unsettled issue that sounds like it's going to... No, ex- it's settled. Okay. You
9: know, it's settled that it, it should be allowed to, uh, for people to do it locally. Okay. Oh, okay. I just don't happen to agree with it. So I'm just Got saying it. Okay. what I think is an issue.
4: So is the, um, is that schedule available, like on the library's
9: Okay, okay. The schedule of the when they're going to be the coming. process,
4: and the right. reason I ask is because I'm tr- I would like to be sure I coordinate and as appropriate coordinate with my colleagues and with council on uh, on on supporting this process and and you know having comments that are constructive and, and useful.
9: I, I have it right here. Ours is October seventh as okay. you know. and then um, I do not believe I have uh, the the city manager's is september 19th at eleven thirty. i don't know if scott has that on his calendar because <laughs> that's three days yeah. away from now right so, so uh, um, and then they're coming to the mayors and council members meeting on october 10th and speaking there and they'll speak to the library staff i can give this to uh the city clerk to put um make copies for everybody great they want to see how everyone's going to be a- talk to
4: thank you so so just so the bottom line question is in terms of like legal counsel feedback based on what we're hearing uh, when's it most uf- useful for this process going forward
9: they have made the point from the very beginning that the sooner they get input the better it is okay. because they really do want this Commission to be um, in place uh, February 1st which is a v- pretty aggressive right. you can, you know, right. we're, our last meeting will be or maybe not our last she said hopefully um our our big meeting summing up all these meetings is in the end of october uh november november 14th and i believe the 18th
4: when i guess this whole mechan the the whole work product should be pretty well gelled by that point right that's
9: that's right so the the soon if you have comments any of uh, any of us who has comments should get them in sooner rather than later
0: okay thank you any other comments from members of the council Okay, I think we've covered this nicely. Thank you. And we're moving on to item 4B resolution approving the selection of three nominees to Regional Climate Protection Authorities Climate Action 2020 Stakeholder Group. Mr. Broden.
11: Uh, thank you, Mr. Vice Mayor. At uh, Councilmember Harris's request, uh, the Council supported. Uh, 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 doing a, a real rapid solicitation for these nominations, and I want to thank uh, uh, Katie in our office and Claire for uh, really moving that along. and And uh, they've brought forward to you four uh, nominations for your consideration for the for the, uh, the three positions. Mr. Vice Mayor. Mr. Harris. As a follow-up to that, after I saw that
0: we had four um, nominations, I reached out to Su- Suzanne um, to see if we had flexibility. Um, so I did ask the question and um, she's proposed that we select three people officially of the four but submit the fourth person um, and, and to leave it to them in case they need to round out the membership uh, because as you saw there were 17 different categories that were listed that need to be filled out to make it a, a, a stakeholder group that represents everybody in the community that um, she just wants to make us to make it clear who the three appointees are and then have the alternate and then they can juggle the fourth one from there if they need it so we'll vote for three and the fourth name will al- automatically be all alternate that's what I would propose here yeah. so um, we have item 4b resolution approving the selection of nominees to the regional climate protection Authority's climate action 2020 stakeholders advisory group. Is there anybody in the audience care to speak to this item? Would you have you filled out a slip, or if you would before you leave, please and give it to the clerk, please come up and speak to the council.
8: Hello, I'm Carolyn Pistoni with Green Key Commercial. I put myself forward as a stakeholder. Um, as, uh, as an earthling, we're all stakeholders. Um, I wanted to thank you all for your service and thank everybody in the audience for the service. I have very much enjoyed uh, the community of Petaluma and how it has embraced and supported my family. And if this is an opportunity to give back in some way, I would love to be considered to be a stakeholder.
0: Thank you. If you'd take time to fill out one of those slips before you leave and give it to the clerk, I'd appreciate it any other comments if there are no other comments we'll vote
4: Oh <laughs> I guess I'm not that ready, am Thank you.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Councilmember Harris has chosen Carolyn Pistoni, Dennis Posequet, and Bill Wolpert. Thank you. Councilmember Kearney. Has chosen Renee Kirk, Carolyn Pistoni, and Bill Wolpert. Thank you. Councilmember Barrett has chosen Renee Kirk, Dennis Posake, and Bill Wolpert. Thank you. Vice Mayor Albertson has chosen Renee Kirk, Dennis Posake, and Bill Wolpert. Thank you. Councilmember Healy has chosen Carolyn Pistoni, Dennis Posake, and Bill Wolpert. Thank you and Councilmember miller has chosen carolyn pistoni dennis posickey and bill wolpert
4: thank you mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: so,
4: so the um the uh three highest vote headers um for lowest to highest are are pistoni posickey and wolpert with four five and six um, um, Respectively, um, and Ms. Kirk has three votes.
0: So, with that, we have our three appointees, um, Renee Kirk being the alternate, and we're good. That is the last item on our agenda. Um, Mr. Danley, is there a reason to go back to closed session, or if we completed our business.
4: I believe we have, unless one of one of the council members say otherwise.
0: And with
10: Mr. Mayor, I'll move to adjourn.
0: We have a motion to adjourn. I'll second it. All in favor? Aye. Aye. And we're adjourned.